hello hello and hello everyone welcome back to another episode of heart to heart podcast i'm bria and i'm kim and today's our season finale our season finale wrap up (laughs) i can't believe it i know this one flew by this one did i think this season did have like one or two less episodes but even still, I just feel like time has gone by so fast. It has, because the semester's over for you. Semester's yeah. almost over for me. And oh. it just, yeah, wow. We're just coming to the close on this year, finally. Yes. <laughs> finally, oh God, finally, thank, finally. Truly, thank God. Yeah. Because there was just so much that went on. And I think especially like this fall slash winter with the election, with like this fully online semester, all these different crazy events happening in the world i mean brutal it was is brutal it was overwhelming so i think we all deserve a pat on the back just for making it through honestly. i agree i agree and i think that also played into like having one or two fewer episodes just yeah life got in the way you know yeah. so much and going like, on right and like we'll never be perfect and we're always gonna have times where we just cannot get it done yeah But nonetheless, we thank you all for, like, sticking with us, for listening to our episodes, and for supporting us. And I think we've gained a lot of listeners, too, over the course of this new season, which is awesome. So thank you to anyone who, like, joined our little family (laughs) and, you know, listened to our episodes. And we're so happy to have all of you. We're so happy. Thank you guys for being along for the ride with us. We'll talk more at the end of this episode about what season three is going to be bringing. But for now, we're going to start backwards, I think. Uh, when we do this wrap up of just the season and all of the experiences we've had. And we're going to start with our last episode, which had a very special guest, Katie Bilotti. Yes. So as you all know, our last episode was all about um, influencer and celebrity accountability. Also, too, I think this is a topic that Bri and I have talked about before. We have episodes about this before. It's, I think, an issue that really hits very close to us growing up, watching a lot of these YouTubers, seeing a lot of these influencers on social media. You know, it's always kind of been super disheartening that they have never really stepped up to the plate when it comes to really supporting these social movements, when it comes to supporting Black lives. And so that's always Mm -hmm. been something that we've been upset about, kind of like wanting to push new ideas about, especially because a lot of people have really fallen short of the expectations, or at least like the expectations we think people should have. And, you know, given their huge following, we always want people to do more. Yeah, that's like bottom line, people can do so much more their audience can make so many strides towards progress towards all these things that we're fighting for. And we just feel like, well, if we're going to be black listeners, or whoever's listening, like, support our causes, like support what we need. Yeah, and we talked about that in the episode. And Kim and I also just want to get into why we picked Katie, why we had her on. Mm-hmm. Because there was a lot of, like, contention surrounding that just because of, you know, her past. And I think we want to make it clear that it was intentional to pick yes. her for this episode on accountability. And we picked her because she's not perfect, you know? Mm-hmm. We picked her because she is, t- she is someone who has had really public experiences acting recklessly in terms of COVID, you know, um, someone who wants to be an activist and wants to be an ally and someone who represents kind of influencer culture at large. And we thought that it would be the 
perfect person to have on for an episode about accountability because she's someone who has had scandals, you know? And I think that people might have been like, wait, what? Like, Yeah, I think some people thought that we were saying, like, Katie is the poster the child model for citizen. Yeah, for an influencer who, like, has taken accountability, who has stepped up to the plate 110%. And that wasn't it at all. And, I mean, Katie even mentioned that in the episode, you know, I have work to do and that was our point we wanted Katie to you know really speak up and be like no I'm not perfect no I have done these things and I am working through them and I am learning and I am growing and we wanted that to also kind of show other influencers that like you need to step up to the plate Mm -hmm. and 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 show influencers how easy it is to to talk about these things because so often influencers do have scandals and then they're not handled correctly. Not saying Katie's handled everything 100% correctly because things that we've seen, it hasn't been correct, you know? But no. I think the point of this conversation was to address those things. And also, especially as two Black women, it would have been really emotionally draining and hard and difficult to sit down with a fine-tooth comb and address yeah. every single thing. Yeah. And the purpose and our goal for this episode was literally just to start the conversation it wasn't supposed to be the end-all be-all and it could have never been the end-all be-all, you know, it it could have never been that. And we just wanted to do something and do some work, but there's no way that we could have been responsible to do all of the work. Right. Like, obviously we knew what was going on and we knew the situations that were at play. So we wanted to have Katie come onto the episode. We wanted her to speak about those things. And I think she started to do that. I can definitely understand why like those answers may not have satisfied everyone totally understandable we're also talking about situations that are life and death Mm -hmm. and like we realize the scope we realize the weight of that and I think as Bria said there's no way we could have went one by one and addressed her on every single thing she's done wrong we don't even know every single thing like obviously we have a good idea of the majority of things that people are angry with and this goes for Katie but also for so many of these other influencers you know but we wanted to you know as she said get this conversation started And another thing Brie and I were talking about also in our approach and also in how we even decided to like organize the episode and handle the episode is that like, you know, a lot of people wanted us or may have wanted us to like go hard and like really grill her and really like be more aggressive and stuff like that. But I think there's also something to be said about the perceptions that black women face every single day. Even if we had a slightly different inflection in our voice, it would have been, oh, she attacked her you know, they screamed at her, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So we also have to be super careful about, you know, how we're coming across. And not that, you know, we are here to please everybody and here to fit the mold and do all this stuff, but that is a reality. And that is something that we have to think about as content creators, as people who are putting ourselves out there on the internet. We also face those stereotypes and we face those tropes, like working against us. Definitely. So we, we had to be intentional about that. That's something we had to grapple with. And it's hard. Definitely. It is hard because what, what we look like precedes us, you know? And when we do anything, every single episode on this podcast is made with intention and it's made with long conversations between each other and making sure that what we're doing is going to be perceived in the right way. And so much of everything is about, perception and there's just a certain like decorum and demeanor that you have to have especially that we feel like we have to have in predominantly white spaces uh interviewing white people 
you know, we have to come a certain way, which is irritating, but it just kind of guides how we, you know, interview someone, the questions we ask. And I feel proud of the piece of work we put out. Mm-hmm. And I think that we did a good job in asking her important questions in a nuanced way because we're never going to sacrifice our beliefs to appease anyone, right. but we will press people in a very nuanced way, nuanced right. and intentional way. And we just, there's a line that Kim and I have to walk. And, you know, next interview we do, it's going to be person by person, but next interview we do, we can obviously, our goal is never to let someone get off easy, quote unquote, but there is some, there's, certain things we have to keep in mind as black women when we go into these spaces and do these interviews. Right. And I think it's also important to say that like to really get somebody to think critically and to analyze their actions does not translate to you having to be super aggressive Mm -hmm. or yell at them or force answers out of people. You can, you can take so many different approaches. And I think also part of what Brie and I wanted to do is we wanted to create a space where Katie feel like felt like she could be honest and open up and that somebody is listening we don't have to be super aggressive we don't have to yell like of course yeah even though we're upset even though we feel these issues you know what I mean Brie and I are not our nature isn't even aggressive so yeah it would have been out of our nature to be like oh my god why like you know what I mean and that makes people shut down and our goal was to have her open up so we just want to let people know we did this with intention and our goal was to start a conversation and start an important conversation. And also going back to the point of, you know, if you don't feel satisfied with her answers, I think that that is completely valid. I think you're so valid in having your opinions about how the episode went and, you know, the response is given because like Kim said, things that Katie have done wrong refer to situations that are life and death. Yeah. And the point of this episode is also to kind of get some things written in stone, you know? So in the, in a year Mm -hmm. from now, you can yeah. assess her actions and go back to this episode and be like, well, from this point on, she said she was going to work on X, Y, Z, but it feels as though she isn't. And we can have this like accountability on record, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's it's something that we can, like you said, like we can track, like we can take. Exactly. It, it was a start. I think, it's literally right, a start. Katie, and it's Katie saying it herself, too. So I think Katie can also hold herself accountable. Katie can also like, mm-hmm. you know, think back and be like, okay, this is what I said mm-hmm. to the world. You know, can I, am I living up to, to what I'm saying? I'm exactly. Doing? The whole goal is, and we said this in the episode was to have her think critically and reflect on her own personal actions. So mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm happy with the episode and I'm happy that she was on. And I think that it was a very important conversation and also let us know who you guys would want to hear from next. Who else yeah. do you want to hear, you know, these important conversations from? Right. Yeah. Right. Awesome. I think moving on with just the rest of our season. So again, there was kind of like a theme to this <laughs> season and it was a lot about politics, about the election. And, you know, these are things that we've always thought about, things we've always had to think about as black women. But it was also such a consequential moment in our history, truly one of the most important elections ever. And there was no way we could kind of let this time go by and not speak, not provide our own opinions Mm -hmm. and our own feelings about everything that was going on. Just because there's so much commentary out there, which is beautiful and which is great. But we just wanted to make sure that like our perspective 
was out there and was heard because we did think it was important to think about especially there were so many conversations of who do we support do we vote do we not vote what's really at stake here and even a lot of questions about okay where is this black lives matter movement going Mm -hmm. like really really important questions about longevity about sustainability about what our future looks like as black people and these conversations i mean even though we did those episodes these are on conversations but i think we wanted to ground our podcast with just some of our some of our thoughts yeah and i think that the podcast has always helped us like process things and just kind of figure out our own ideas on on things and different topics and you know some of my favorite episodes from this season were definitely about the decentralization of Black Lives Matter and how that's how that's working for us and also yeah. just you know the youth opinion and the youth opinion on Twitter and online in general and how that's working for us. And I think that we were able to sit down and grapple with some really important topics. And obviously by no means are these things like open and shut. They're very (laughs) open and very ongoing, but I think that we could not have done that this season without focusing on politics. Right. And then we even pulled our universities into the political Mm -hmm. sphere and thinking about what issues and what causes uh, like, are our universities taking up that are the administration supporting and I think that also kind of just drives really close to home because we're students at these places you know there's I think on both of our campuses just there's been a lot of contention and I mean I know even Brie you really really saw that firsthand this semester which was it's really traumatizing yeah with Walter Wallace yeah that was that was really up close I mean I literally was seeing like the riots from my window, like from my apartment and hearing shouting and and hearing, you know, firecrackers and things going off and police yelling. And it was like otherworldly almost to Mm -hmm. be there. And then you recognize your own like proximity to it and just your own place and attending a school that already wasn't built for you attending a school that already has a tumultuous relationship with um, a predominantly black community and just seeing how all that stuff comes together. And it was just really, really draining. Yeah. I think it's really hard sometimes thinking about like what my place is, you know, at Brown, but also to just in the world at large. And I think I, and I think we kind of both feel just a greater weight because we know the, we know what our, we know what a degree from our university, we know the power of that. And I think we're always thinking about how can we use what we've been given to lift up everybody else in the ways that like we've been lifted up ourselves. And it's a lot sometimes to think about that. It is really think about your place and think about what your niche is like, you know, where in this big, crazy messed up world do I fit? And it's extra infuriating to have those thoughts and have those conversations and know that other people don't have to think about that. Yeah. You know, and people can really just be selfish. Yeah. Like white people for the most part don't have to think about that to the extent that we do because there's so many extra factors and you know, obviously Kim and I have our own privileges. You know, yeah, we're able-bodied, we're not immigrants. You know, we're native English speakers, we are middle-class suburban New York girls. Like we have our own privileges, but just there's certain things that you really have to reflect on your own positionality and it can really take a toll for you take a toll on you yeah 
but I'm happy we got to discuss that this season. Yeah, me too. I think I think it was definitely necessary. It needed to be said. Me too. Uh, so I guess in terms of moving forward with our season three, I cannot believe we're about to start our third <laughs> season. Um, this has been an incredible journey so far, but I think we definitely want to get more into doing interviews. We really liked doing the interview with Katie. And I mean, we've also done another kind of interview slash collaboration in the past with our friend, Zoe, yes. which is phenomenal. Um, but we really want to get more into that. And I think they will vary in terms of like theme and content and what we're going to talk about. But we definitely also want to continue on this path. And so we really want to continue on this theme of thinking about influencer culture and thinking about, you know, how we can really push all these people who have so much money, accessibility to so many spaces, you know, how we can really get them to support these causes. Yeah. And also just ask them the burning questions because yes. people were held to the fire in June, but it, it died out. It did. And we want to get back to that. <laughs> Let, like, let's keep let's, this let's energy. Let's keep the same energy, you know? And let's let's make sure that people aren't sliding back to their old ways or getting too comfortable. Because the whole point of this, like, if we charge influencers with accountability, they're going to shift a culture forward they can really shift that corner of the online universe forward, you know? And it also changes, like, expectations mm-hmm. from, like, what brands and sponsors want. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's really, really a fascinating thing to think about. Like, what will be the new measures of profitability? Yeah. What will be the new requirements for you to be sponsored by somebody? Yeah. And if that can incorporate supporting Black Lives Matter, if that can incorporate you know supporting like rights for immigrants if it can getting rid of ice abolishing the prison industrial complex like if you could embody all that stuff mm-hmm. that's a big deal that's when, we, that's when we really start to shake the that's table. a big deal also i know i want to talk about this like in, an, in a fleshed out episode i think in season three but i don't like what do you think people think about when they think of like accountability like i think some people get scared even people like even people who are watching and just viewers, I think they almost get scared and don't want people to be held accountable because they're like, well, then their whole channel is going to just be taken over and they're going to have to talk about all this stuff and it's going to be shoved down my throats. Like, can we actually talk about that and talk about why that's just yes. idiotic? And why supporting these causes, it becomes a part of you. Yes. It doesn't become, it's not, it's not you having to do Put these on a show. videos. Yeah, putting on a show. Like, teaching us a history lesson about civil rights movement. We're just asking (laughs) that you incorporate these beliefs into your, like, personhood, into humanity, and taking those things. And it should spill over into your videos and content. Because it changes what you focus on as an individual. It changes your own personal goals. It changes what you show and what you don't. It, It changes how you see your privilege how you act as a human being and then like how you present that to the world. It's a true change in self. Yeah. There's no sustainability in people trying to shop from small businesses. <laughs> like shows. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I had to because I'm kind of sick of that. We've been sick of I- it since it started. <laughs> if you go back, everyone, we have an episode from season one on accountability and we kind of go in about this and how 
supporting Black Lives Matter does not mean you bought a bracelet from like a black owned business. It doesn't mean that. It means you actually have internalized what Black Lives Matter means and like you understand it fundamentally in your soul. Not just like, okay, now I have a coupon code for 20% for this shop. It's like, what? It's just, I think we're still at this part of, part of the movement where I think a lot of people's allyship and superficial word, but exact, exact word I was going to say, very, very superficial. And so we're going to get into that. Yeah. yeah. Again and again and again, because it feels like you can't talk about it enough, how it's superficial surface level and people don't get it. They don't understand the weight. They don't understand that our history is not something that you should just like have to elect to learn. It should just be mainstream. It should just be ingrained it's in all of us. It's a part of the American story. It shouldn't be a it's choice a of, to care. Because every yeah. single thing you do and every single system, it's all, it has all of our history built into mm-hmm. it. All of these histories that have been left out, it is all part of the story. And when you realize that, you just change I think it just changes how you think. It changes how you act. It changes what you focus on. You're like, your and- brain literally gets rewired. Once you yes. truly understand the scope of racism and injustice in America, your whole brain gets rewired. And you yeah. see things like the veil is lifted. The veil is lifted. Yeah. And you just kind of go about life so much differently, you know? I agree. And we're not saying you can't indulge in that. You can't. No, of course have your not. Fun. Of course. But it just means it just means that a lot of people, I think, just are still extremely privileged and are still very, very ignorant about things. And it just shines through in everything they do and everything they say. And I think that that lens will just be different mm-hmm. once you really have that moment. That that like washing over of like education and like understanding and like of course it takes time Mm -hmm. it takes years but like I want to see those shifts I want to see that improvement I just want to sit down one day watch a video and feel as though it's not a chore for you to incorporate something about black lives yeah and right now it's looking like it's a chore for you all to repost your stories and post things on Instagram about black lives and it's it's really sickening to be quite honest. It is, and also too, it doesn't really mean much. After no, it doesn't. We all get inundated with posts and reposts, and it doesn't mean anything. We just want you all to go forward and make an everyday effort until it becomes second nature, subconscious part of your being to strive to give people love and strive to help people and strive to get equality for everyone that's all we want that's all we want that's it that's it (laughs) that's all we're asking for i know it's so simple (laughs) i know just a little easy thing yeah after you make your morning (laughs) coffee (laughs) order your starbucks oh my god that's too close to (laughs) oh my goodness but um and another thing too is i think brie and i are also going to be incorporating more personal stories yeah and there's still so much we haven't shared about our experiences and about things we've went through so we also want to kind of get back to our roots <laughs> and you know share those stories because again we want this to be a safe space where black women also feel like heard and appreciated 
And I definitely want to do some more highlighting and appreciation of our, some of our incredible black women, those who are famous and those who are literally just a part of our lives mm-hmm. and who are living every single day, just like bodying every single thing <laughs> they do for like, I can't even think of a better word than that, but like, you know, just really making a difference in people who we think we should be uplifted. Yeah. And get some real notoriety. And also, I also want to incorporate more stories of just like our wonderful black women friends yeah and so little we see so little of just like normal black girls in these influencer spaces or in these public spaces and I just want to highlight them and make it known that we don't only have to talk about like people who are like Beyonce and Michelle Obama like we are doing such amazing things just as everyday girls or whatever and I just want to like highlight that and make that normalized I hate the word exactly. normalized, but no, but that's that's really what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. Well, I'm excited. Me too. I'm very excited for season three. Don't have a date for you on when that will be premiering, but you'll know when you know. Yeah, and of course, we're going to continue posting on Instagram and keeping up our content. And yeah, we're we're really thankful yeah. for you all. So so thankful. And, we'll probably you know, be back you. late January, early February, yeah. sometime around then. Yeah, I think we just need to decompress from this crazy semester. And of course, we never want to rush our content and we really want to put out something really good. Mm-hmm. So get some guests in put, order. Yes, yeah. Plan out everything so we can just bring you guys high quality content. But yeah, thank you all for riding with us. Thank you all for listening every single week. I mean, I could get emotional and go on and on about that. But even just seeing like the Spotify wrap up and seeing we had like 27 countries as part of our audience. Wild. It's beautiful. I mean, I would have never thought in a million years. Yeah, never, never. Again, thank you all. We are so excited to return. And if you have any comments, suggestions, questions, our DMs are always open. We always respond. You can email us, whatever you want to do. But we always want to be in contact with you all. Yeah. And also hit us up on any of those uh, avenues. If Even if you have a small business, we'd love to, you know, do some sponsorships with small businesses and promote you guys and just do things to uplift our community. Yeah. So yes. hit us up about that. We're always here for you guys. Thank you all for listening. And I'll see you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye.